are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. Uh, Ulysses, this is something we really didn't have a chance to dive into on Monday's show, but probably is worth mentioning. Of course, the Rays did have an off day on Monday, no game, uh, no spring training game then. But over the weekend, a uh, little bit of a dichotomy of projected or expected starting pitchers with Michael Waka and Rich Hill. Rich Hill mm-hmm. laying a complete egg on Friday, allowing four runs, three earned on three hits, two walks, and a wild pitch across one inning. While Michael Walker on Sunday against the Twins fired two scoreless innings, allowing one hit and no walks while recording a strikeout. Uh, he also had an appearance before that where uh, I think he just allowed a hit and a walk. I mean, he he's basically hasn't allowed a run in all of his action so far. So uh, a couple things here. One, Ulysses, are you concerned about Ridge Hill? And second of all, do you believe in what Michael Waka is throwing out there? Do you believe in the hype? I don't believe in anything in March. I don't. Okay. Again, like I said uh, on yesterday's episode, I think Sean Rodriguez or Brignac once led, uh, you know, this uh, the Grapefruit League with like six home runs. And, you know, Tyler Glass now is 2019 spring training. He had an ERA above 13. And then he went and became the best pitcher of the league until he went down that May. So, no, I, I trust nothing. I don't trust that Hill is going to be uh, laying eggs in 2021. And I don't believe that Waka is untouchable. I don't believe in anything. It's March 9th. Too early. Yeah, it's a good point. First off with Hill, let's keep in mind that this guy has been through the ringer. He knows what to expect. He's older too. So I don't think the Rays are telling, hey, go out there and let it rip. Like, (laughs) I think he's easing himself into things. And he also uses those unique arm angles. Like it, he's probably just a guy that as I get more reps, I'll be good to go. Like, is it, wasn't Charlie Morton a notoriously slow starter? Yeah. Has and- been as he's gotten older in age. I mean, I, I think the same things re- really with Hill there. So I, I don't think that's a big concern. And rich Hill is like five years older than Charlie Morton. So like, yeah. I know people were talking about, Oh, Charlie Morton's age. Well, rich Hill is like five years, his senior. So it, it, he's like a 41 year old. He's almost as old he, as Tom Brady. He looks like every rich Hill looks like every, uh, middle school history teacher. Oh, that's such a, per- yeah. Middle school, social, no, no, not even history, social studies. So, you know, one year you get American yeah. government, one year you get American history, all that stuff. Uh, no, not concerned at all. He's 41. He knows what he's doing. You know, he reminds me of that character in Major League, uh, the one that puts like, you know, 
all cream up in his chest. Like right, uh, has all the tricks of the trade and yeah, so forth. You know, not 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 to say he he does that ritual, but he just you know he's he knows what to expect from spring training. Yeah. He knows what he needs to do. He knows that maybe a hundred pitches. That's all he needs in spring. A hundred competitive pitches, and he's there. So you know, I'll leave him be. I'll leave the forty-two-year-old be. I understand that. By the way, Rich Hill, I think he and Colin McHugh are in the running for most non-athletic-looking athlete on the Rays. Like you see those guys walking yeah. around in Publix or walking around town or at a local brewery, you'd just be like, "No way in a million years would you guess that they are professional athletes or professional baseball players at that." So you're telling me that Bartolo Colon doesn't exude. Uh, you know, athleticism. He, hey, he I said on the raise, I said on the race and Bartolo Cologne for his size is actually quite athletic. Yeah. It's amazing <laughs> what he can do. No, no, it's amazing. It's and he's, he's lasted this long too, but yeah. So I, I think we're on the same page with Hill walk up. Look, I love, I love to just sit here and say, well, Hill, it's just a matter of him. Yeah, he, he knows what he's doing. Walk Hey, he might really be onto something, but it's spring training. We really don't know at the end of the day, but I will say, I think, He's in line for a bounce back season. I, I do. I really do think that. I hope so. He is going to have. I mean, much more success than he had with the Mets. And I, I, I think Look. it's just based on a couple things. The fact that like he gave up what eight home runs in thirty four innings. I, I don't think you you give up that many home runs with runners on. It takes a while to lower that ERA down. It's it's difficult to create fame, to create reput- reputation, especially a good reputation. The Rays have done that with pitching reclamation projects. They now have, you know, the whole national media, the whole twenty nine other teams saying, "Well, if that guy's if if Tampa sees something in this guy, right. then they then they probably have something here." He even said so in his first Zoom interview, right? He said, yeah, I, I got a, a few offers, which, again, could be blowing up smoke. But uh, if he had more money and then chose Tampa because of that reputation with the pitching, I mean, that should tell you something, right? He is already buying into what the Rays showed him, what the Rays thought that they, he could do to improve. Yeah. So he bought in. in. He's, he's in. And at the end of the day, I mean, say this is turns out to be – real life and Hill isn't good whatsoever this year. And Michael Walker turns out to be a godsend. I think the Rays would take that. First of all, they invested twice as much more money in Michael Walker than Rich Hill and Michael Walker. I mean, let's remember he entered the league when he was 21 and he's now 29. Sometimes this may just be a turning point where he's with a new organization and he's just starting to figure out not everybody fires on all cylinders and is immediately good. Like, Again, go back to Charlie Morton. How long did it take for that guy right. to figure it out? And then once he hits his early 30s, it's like, okay, now I finally really know what Coach I'm doing. Pitch. I've learned from my mistakes. And that could be the same thing with Michael Walker here. And the other thing, too, is a couple things. One, I think that going from City Field to the Trop and then you add in the dead end ball, I think his home rate run, run rate is naturally going to decrease. I looked it up. Um, City Field was number six uh, in home run park factors. Tropicana Field was number 23 Look at in that. 2020. The other thing too is I also think there's less pressure on Michael Walker probably this season compared to prior seasons. And 
even with the Mets where, I mean, what happened with the Mets? Marcus Stroman goes down at the 11th hour. Noah Syndergaard is out for the entire season. So that basically Michael Walker has to move up a couple pegs. And I think maybe he wasn't ready for that. Maybe he was like, maybe when he signed or, or went to the Mets, it was like, okay, I'm going to be the number five. I'll be good. This is, this is right. my role. And then before he knows, it's like, no, we're going to need more. We need you to get through five or six. And I don't think he's necessarily going to have to do that. With and look Braves. at the markets, look at the markets going from uh, San Luis to New York. I mean, uh, that's traditional yeah. baseball. And then, you know, Tam- Tampa Bay, we love it, but it's not a, a huge market by any means. And so there is less media, there is less of that pressure. So when we talk about maybe having different offers on Waka's table and choosing the race, not only for the reputation, but also, hey, you know, not a lot of spotlight. I can actually work on stuff and with people that have had success in the past, I think it all comes through together. Hopefully, look, uh, I, I like I said, I don't care about spring stats whatsoever. But if I need to choose one, I mean, would be obviously, yeah, good results. So Waka, right. keep doing your thing. Uh, but I'm again with Hill. He's not doing so hot his first uh, round. Just just work on stuff. Get loose. Let's get going. But the most important thing for both of them, and you can extend that to basically every pitcher down the line, just get, just stay healthy until yes. the regular season. That's, that's, that's what you can. There's going to be injuries, but let's just wait. Just hold on, everybody, until opening day, uh, you know, and not lose anybody just yet because the depth, I think, is there, but you never know. Yeah, and if you uh, peak – underneath the hood a little bit on Michael Waka. And I know the ERA is very, very ugly for sure, but he did generate his best whiff rate 11.3% since 2013. He also struck out a career high 9.8 batters for nine innings. So some food for thought on all of that. Uh, RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? It just doesn't make any sense at all. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Okay, Ulysses, uh, as I was perusing the Intergoogle the last couple days, I can't. I saw something interesting that I think is worth discussing and talk about. So, MLB Network does their thirty clubs in thirty days features, where they go around, of course, every team, and and they interview all the players and the coaches, the front office, and they get the lowdown on what's going on. I, I must say, for the record, that uh, it's probably the worst 
days to do that show is when it's like, okay, we got the Orioles up next. All right. Now I got the Rockies. Now I got the Tigers. Now the Rangers and the Pirates. The Rays, I feel like, is a little bit more fun for them. Teams that are in contention and at right. least have some like happiness and joy and some hope and some expectations going into 2021 or the new year, right? Because because the questions also just you know ring shallow a little bit if you're talking to the Pirates and like what are you guys looking forward to, you know, to this season? Oh man, we're we're so looking forward to winning 58 games. Uh, really, we, we, uh, that's going to be so yeah. great for our city. People are going to love us. I'm like, no, it, it, it's, it, it rings a little bit hollow. So yeah. it, it must be a little bit different to do a team that's probably going into the playoffs, the defending AL champ, and, uh, you know, a team that's probably might not cross 60 wins. Yeah. The, the pirates, you can only ask so many questions about Cabrian Hayes, right? Before yeah. it's like, we got to move on to <laughs> something else. Like, yeah. oh, why, why can't we hit any homers or steal any bases or like the Rockies? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of Arenado questions and, and yeah. things of that sort or were Arenado questions. Now it's not such a positive light there, but um, so MLB network put out a couple of hypotheticals. What is most likely to happen in 2021 with the Rays? Wander Franco wins AL Rookie of the Year. The Rays win the AL East title. Chris Archer wins AL Comeback Player of the Year. Or Randy Arozarena hits 40-plus home runs. So Ulysses, I ask you, which of these do you think is most likely to happen? I should note, it's kind of interesting. Maybe this was like too obvious or too easy that they, they feel like people would have voted on this immediately and it wouldn't have been like a fun exercise but why not throw randy rookie of the year well pick? Uh, like i don't know they, because they because they want the clicks okay look I, we can work this out in uh in, in a matter of elimination so number one the f- first option wonder franco wins american league uh rookie of the year not a chance uh i i, I am on the record as you are, uh, that wonder will be a September call-up. And maybe a slight chance of maybe that he gets called up after the Super 2, which I just do not see that it would be enough time to win the Rookie of the Year. Where before everybody pounces on their dashboard or wherever they're listening, yes, Will Myers did come up in 2013 after the Super 2. And yes, he won the Rookie of the Year in 2013. But <laughs> that's not the case every time. So I'm not going to set a president uh, uh, by highlighting an outlier. So no, yeah. Wander cannot and, be the, the the rookie of the year guy. And besides, that name already has that that award has a name, and you said it already, Randy Rosarena. Yeah. The other thing too is, didn't Will Myers hadn't he played above Class A ball, and there wasn't yes. an entire year of minor league baseball <laughs> that he missed, and a pandemic. Like yeah. <laughs> again, we, I think we're we're pretty straightforward on this point that if something happens to Willie Adamas, well, Joey Wendell, Mike Brasso, Taylor Walls. Maybe Vidal Bruhan. Those are the guys that are in line, I right. think, before Wander sees some meaningful action, um, at least before, not until late summer, September-ish. So I agree with you. Yeah, I would just cross that one out. X yeah. marks the spot there. Okay. So, so let's not handle that one. Number two, um, Chris Archer wins American League Comeback Player of the Year. Uh, this kind of has, I have it tied into the first one. 
that award already has a name and, and, and that's Trey Mancini. I mean, the, the story writes itself there. If he's anything close to what he was able to provide uh, a year before, this guy yeah. gets it. I mean, comeback player of the year. I mean, Cookie Carrasco did it a couple years back. I mean, this this is already a non-starter. Right. And if not Trey Mancini, like there's a lot of other competition for that award too. Like Jordan Alvarez, Corey Kluber, Jamison Tyon, Austin Meadows maybe. I, I mean, Luis Severino. There's a lot of guys... Chris Sale, like there's a lot of guys that could I'll play, play into that award for for sure. I'll play though. If Kev, if, if if Kevin, if Chris Archer does one thing, and that is to have a strikeout rate of 25%, then I can see him being uh, on this list for for this award because that's his career um, strikeout rate. But he's actually only hit it once. So it's either right. been above or a little below it. So uh, if he's there with his career strikeout rate, that means he's being effective. He's doing what he does best. So maybe that could get him on the list. But again, that's Trey Mancini's award to lose. Yeah. And even the, the innings too with Archer. I know the Rays are paying him six and a half million dollars too, right. but you've got to be able to get those innings as well. I think that's a big consideration with that. So I agree with you. I That, that really wasn't my top one either. Uh, the next one let's tackle Randy Rosarena hits 40 bombs. Look, I think I would love 30 bombs for, for him, let alone 40. I mean, are you, are you kidding me in 43 games last year, including the postseason, he had 17 bombs. That's over 60 home run pace. That's actually 64 to be exact. Um, we cannot let our fandom dictate these, incredible expectations uh, because of what we saw in 43 games. Uh, I think if he hits 25 home runs this season in 2021, he wins the rookie of the year. That's all he needs. 25 bombs. I don't care if he hit 240, uh, you know, whatever else he does, uh, horrible errors on the field. He hits 25 bombs and he wins the rookie of the year. So let 40 bombs. I mean, that, let's not put right. those expectations out there. And the other thing too is in, I mentioned this earlier, but the dead end ball, how much is that going to affect? I know a Rosarina can overcome that power, but there's going to be some balls that with just the previously in. used balls, those may have gone out. These might stay in the park or more likely to stay in the park. And there's a look, it's so hard to hit 40 home runs. It's yeah. so hard to be available and to be at the top of your game over the course of a six month, 162 game season. That's something that he's going to have to navigate with and teams probably going to be attacking him differently, not feeding him they have a book. fastballs. Yes, they have a little bit of a, of a book now. And maybe the Rays, it might be something where I know he's sort of the sea ball, hit ball far, and he's got the bat speed, he's got the athleticism, he has the swing and everything like that. But there may be times where the Rays may say, listen, you don't have to be the guy that swings for the fence. You are so dynamic on the base pass. Just get on base. Your speed. Get on base. Brandon Lau can you drive you in. Austin, Austin Meadows, Meadows can drive you in. Yeah. Other guys can drive you in. Just get yeah. on base, steal second, take it, take advantage of your opportunities, and and score a run that way. And that 100%. could be another thing too. Be dynamic. Stay healthy. We need you healthy. We don't need you to be hacking away or doing crazy stuff out there. So, yes. So, by process of elimination, now we've reached to the last one, which is yes. the Rays win the AL East title. 
saying all the cons about this one, I, of, about the other three, this one, you just have to think about one thing. It's going to be measured on how well the comeback filled rotations mm-hmm. of the Yankees and the Rays perform. Which one is healthier? That is going to determine the AL East. Uh, yeah. Is it going to be Kluber and Tyon, uh, a better comeback duo than, say, Archer, Waka slash Hill? Who's going to have the best comeback? That is going to determine, uh, really, the, the, the AL East because it's the same faces on the lineup card, uh, on the field. It's, it's basically the same teams. It's the rotations. Which one is actually filled with a good comeback year, a, com- a good comeback season? And that's, that's it. Don't look at the bullpens. Yeah. Don't look at, uh, at, at the lineups. That's, that's, the, that's the race. It's, the, it's it- that. And, and that's where, again, if I was to pick one of these, and I think we might be leaning towards the same page here, is that Rays winning the ALEs might be the most likely yeah. of all of these. I think really, look, maybe after June or July, maybe the Yankees have a comfortable lead. Maybe the Blue Jays are up there and the Rays are sitting third. But the Rays might be the little engine that could, that where you, you have the depth and you have guys on the come up and – there's so many guys available that will get opportunities. Like, yeah, I, if there was a year where I feel confident that the team can get through 162 and they have enough arms and they have enough bullets to get through it. I, I look at like, maybe McKay is available by then. Honeywell yes. might be ready for look, the challenge. Like th- uh, these are guys we haven't even really, we're not expecting for the start no. of the year, but they might, they might be the ACE or ACEs in the hole come year's end. That's the favorite thing about, uh, you know, the race farm system is that when the trade deadline comes and all the race fans go, oh, we're going to go for Arenado or, you know, insert right. big name here for the trade deadline. No, you're going to go out and get a, Mc- a Brendan McKay and you're going to go out there and get a Joe Ryan. And you mm-hmm. could possibly go out there and get a guy like Shane Boss. I mean, this guy is this guy. He's so electric. Yes, he's so electric. When you see him uh, pitch, that fastball comes out of nowhere. It has such an impressive ride uh, on it. It, it. It's it's really a thing to watch. So a guy like Shane Voss could make his debut it, because you know what? They only need four innings from him, and he will give his four innings. And so many other guys that are young that probably in a normal year would not be asked to pitch above a ball or double a ball because that the race take their time. But in this season where you're really going to limit everybody to a certain, you know, pitch count per, per outing or even innings per year, you're going to need a little bit out of everybody. And so if it's going to be 50 innings from Shane Boss this year and, 25 come from the alternate side, 20 go from uh, minor leagues. And then they're like, Hey, we need five yeah. more innings this week. Come up. It's going to be very interesting. Right. And Joe Ryan could be another guy too. There's a yeah. lot of guys that are, that aren't getting quite the love as like McClanahan and Patino that could see that action. And maybe the Rays also with the myriad arms they have, maybe it's sort of a slow buildup. Maybe, you know, as a start, Chris Archer, okay, we're going to have you start three innings, maybe four. Yeah. And then by the end of the season, hey, bud, you feel comfortable going five or six? Or going as six? deep yeah. as you can? Then that might be something that, that comes into play there. So um, we'll, we'll continue this. We got, uh, you know, the, the voting populace has uh, a little bit of a differing opinion. So oh, do they? Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, but first, we've got to tell you about betonline.ag. 
Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets. And it's free to sign up. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And remember to use that promo code locked on L O C K E D O N. Okay, Ulysses. So the poll was put out by MLB Network on what is most likely to happen in 20. 20- 21 Wander Franco wins AL rookie of the year. The Rays win the AL East title. Chris Archer wins AL comeback player of the year. Randy Rosarina hits 40 plus home runs. Uh, 42.4% say Franco wins rookie of the year. Oh followed by 25.4% saying the Rays win the AL East. At least that one was second. Uh, third at 20.6%, Randy Rosarina getting 40 plus bombs. And fourth, Chris Archer. 11.6% say he is comeback player of the year. Man, people are, Kevin. they are buying, they, I, I think they're overlooking the reality. Yes, the reality and the nature of how things work in baseball. You they just hear a name, Wander Franco, Wander Franco, Wander Franco, and they just click. This, this is so frustrating. You know why? Because every one of these damn polls out there that say, which is most likely to happen, which we have all been asked that question. We all know what that question means. And yet as grown men and women, we mistake, which is most likely to happen to which one do you want to happen? Yes. It's not the same question. If it were, then those words would have the same meaning, but they don't. Yeah. So let's, and which is most likely, it's not what do you want, people. Yes, we want Wander. You know what? I want Wander to hit 49 bombs. Yes. Make it 69. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, and, and, and bat 330. Like, wh- what are you talking about? No, no, let's, let's live in reality. Let's live in reality. Franco's not going to get called up. Yeah. Enough time so that he can make some damage. And so we're, we're also expecting these people that not only are, ex- are they expecting for Franca to make enough time in the majors that he could win the AL Rookie of the Year, but by winning the AL Rookie of the Year, he has to perform better than any other rookie at 20 yes. years old. Never seen anything above a ball. I mean, what kind of expectations are we putting on this guy? I mean, come on. Yeah. First of all, he has to be Randy Rosarena for he would have to do that in 2021. He has competition and, within his own team. Exactly. Yes. And isn't it a little bit of a, I, I feel like at some point it's got to kind of annoy or be a disservice to the players on the current 40 man and the current, the guys slated to be on the opening day roster. Like, look, Willie Adamas is a pretty darn good player. He holds the seat and there's other guys in line behind him slated to get action. The, the Rays are paying Joey Wendell two and a quarter million dollars. They're not just going to have him play third all year. He's going to be forced to play shortstop. So at some point it's like, can, can you ask us about like, yeah, we, we get the Franco hype, but can you ask us about this current group of guys that we got? Because yeah. we're pretty good too. And we can do some special things. Wander will have his time, but let's kind of 
cool it a little bit on all and that. This is the thing about the buzz, though. You get the clicks. Everybody, it's it's yeah. it's a popular name right now. Wander Franco in baseball. I mean, being a back to back number one baseball prospect. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some cachet and some heavy heaviness towards your name, but. I mean, guys, again, we, we got to really read these questions, which is most likely is not what you want to happen. Yes. And, I'm, and, and, and it's, it's just it's, it's just absurd uh, to, to keep seeing this mistake happen in polls. Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm upset. I know. I can tell. I can Ugh. tell. A uh, couple of uh, noteworthy comments here. Uh, at Curve Chicago says, all could happen, to be honest. Uh, Tim Godfrey says you might as well save all the AL comeback player options on these polls. Trey man city already has that locked up. Yeah, that could happen. And then curse of the buck. Uh, maybe he means Joe buck. I'm assuming, um, <laughs> hasn't funny. Franco not played above double a yet. Let's maybe see if he can hit triple a pitching before making him the rookie of the year. Okay. Wait, hold up. LOL. Yeah. Hold up. I know what he's saying and I understand that. But just because I'm saying all this stuff about Franco and all the expectations, look, Franco's going to be good. Yes. Franco's going to be good. It's just, it's unreal. We think but, so. Yeah, we think so. I mean, all, all the data saying, it, it, it seems to think that he's going to be great. So I'm not in the, I'm not going to, can he hit AAA pitching? Yes, he can. I'm going, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, wonder Franco can handle AAA pitchers, but he should be given AAA pitchers to see first. Yes. Let's do him that service. He's going to hit off him, but let him hit off AAA guys before you put him uh, on the biggest stage of the world. I got to tell you, if Wander Franco turns out to be like above average by the end of his career, like he makes like two all-star appearances and like has a, like he, he plays a long time in the big leagues, but never really, Pops. I, I I don't know if I'll ever read like prospect rankings and lists oh, it, and it's analysis done. ever again. Like it's done because this is the guy. If there's a guy to be a guy, this is the guy. And they kind of did that with Delman Young a long time ago. Different skill set, I know, but he turned out to be like okay, solid everyday player, but he wasn't the he wasn't the number one world beater, so to speak. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna throw this out there, and I want you to just give me maybe a quick reaction. But this is, I think, a a, a a thought that we need to explore for a whole episode, and it's which player would you be satisfied to be a comp at the end of Wander mm. Franco's career? If Wander Ooh. Franco t- turns out to be a BJ Upton, would you be satisfied? Ah. If 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 Wander Franco turns out to be a Carl Crawford, race fan. Would you be satisfied if he turns out to be Longoria? If he turns out to be whatever, which player comp are you okay with? Is there only one guy? Is there only two? Is there none? Do you expect yeah. Wonder Franco to be better than Carl Crawford, Rolko Baldelli, and, and Evan Longoria put together? I mean, what is the comp for you? A quick one, I think. And then I think we should explore this yeah. uh, with the fandom. Like what I'm saying is he better be like significantly better than like a Yunel Escobar. Like Yunel Escobar ha- had a very good career. Yeah. But like all this talk about Wander, he better like by, by the time his career is done, his war, his career war better be like 75. That's what I'm trying oh, to wow. say. Oh, wow. That's hall of fame. That's hall of fame. No, right I'm, there. I'm saying they, they are, they are They're putting him out there him be like, up yeah. like he's a hall of famer. So I exactly. expect him to be a hall of famer. Yeah. And yeah. that's bad. And that's bad because you know what, when he hits 280 with 20 bombs, people are going to be like, Oh, God, 
he was supposed to be so good. Yeah. <laughs> when have I know, the Rays ever had a 280, 20, 20 bomb kind of guy with consistent output like that? I mean, the, the expectations are so ridiculous that I think Wander is kind of screwed a little. Yeah, it's like, how can you outperform what's out? Like, there, there are unlimited expectations that have been put upon you. It's, it's really crazy from that standpoint. Um, very good. Yeah, that is, the, yeah, we are going to have to revisit that. What is a player comp? Look, if he put up like numbers or a career trajectory like Carl Crawford, I probably would be okay with that, certainly. I mean, Carl Crawford was pretty dang good. He, got, a, he got paid for a long time. Yes, he, he did. Yes, go. he did. That is for sure. Uh, and if he went to the Red Sox or the Yankees or the Blue Jays or the Orioles and wound up sucking, I would not be that upset with that <laughs> either. either. So <laughs> that wouldn't be such a there bad thing and you still get paid. I understand that completely. All right. Uh, that. that wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now I'll tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on Bets. And a uh, little note here. On tomorrow's show, we'll have Stacy Gatsoulias from the Locked On Yankees podcast to break down our AL East rival. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you then tomorrow.